Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories or news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself some coffee or a mug of tea or a pop, as we like to call it here in the North Country, and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. I get teased a lot by family and friends because I tend to sell a lot of stuff um, like vehicles and campers and boats and canoes online. Over the past few months, I've sold a vehicle, a camper, an RV, and two canoes. I have a tendency to try something, and if it doesn't fit, I sell it so I can replace it with something that will work. My best half always jokes that he'd uh, better remain worthwhile or he might be the next one going down the road. About two weeks ago, after discussing our travel plans once we are both retired, we decided we needed to have a different vehicle to pull the new camper. Since we might be doing some southern trips in the winter, we'd need something with a four-wheel drive for sure, and something big enough to haul our two dogs with us. They have a combined weight of about 150 pounds, and something we can put a canoe or a kayak on top of. After weighing the pros and the cons of a truck versus an SUV, we decided a large SUV would serve our purpose and be more practical. So we set out to see what was out there in the used vehicle world. There's no way we can afford a new SUV or even a newer used SUV. The price of vehicles has just soared the past year. After finding several SUVs and messaging for more information and looking at a few, we decided to thin the search down to looking for a Ford Expedition. They seemed to be the best fit for what we were needing. So for the next week, many pictures and information was exchanged in text messages between me and my best half while he was at work. We finally came across the 2007 Ford Expedition. That was the Eddie Bauer extra long style. We went to look at it, and it seemed like it was in great shape and had been well taken care of. And the big bonus was that it was an Iowa vehicle, and it had very minimal rust. Minnesota cars are notorious for rust, and... You know, you probably find a lot of them that are pieced together with Gorilla Tape over the rusted areas. The engine sounded good, and no check engine lights were on, and we decided this was the one. And so the Minnesota nice negotiations began. I offered the owner a price that was considerably lower than what they were asking, and then waited for his counteroffer, and waited a little longer. I started feeling a little uneasy with all the silence that was happening. Maybe I had insulted him with the lower price. Finally, to my surprise, he agreed to the price I had offered. I'm still not sure if he agreed to it because of the uncomfortable silence or he just wanted to be done with selling it. But a few minutes later, he was signing over the title and I was paying him the price. And my best half drove it home. Big Eddie, our new SUV. We got home and I cleaned it all over from the dashboard to the carpeting. When I was done, Big Eddie looked brand new. Next would be the transfer of stuff from the van to the camper in Big Eddie. When we traveled to Spokane a few weeks ago, I left all the camping gear and stuff in the van. And while the van had incredible storage under the bed, the SUV was a little more limited and stuff would be put in the open more and it was just going to be a challenge. Realizing that Big Eddie didn't have the storage for small stuff we had kept in a drawer up front in the van, 
I was going to have to get creative with the stuff I like to keep close at hand in the front. I put the first aid stuff in the glove compartment, figuring that needed an easy access spot. Extra phone cords, masks, sanitizer, things like that went into the center console. Well, that left me with the trip log book, some pens and a notebook, a place for my phone, and a place for the hunting knife I used to cut fruit and snacks up with. So I made a long, thin thing of with pockets in it out of fabric and cardboard and I put my stuff in and then I bungeed it to the console. Perfect fit and totally out of the way of my legs. So with everything moved out of the big blue van, I was able to clean it and take pictures of it to post it for sale on Marketplace. While we both had a reluctance to sell the van, we knew we needed to do just that. We now now had Big Eddie to haul us around with the camper. And if a quick cross-country trip was needed, well, we could always put a mattress in the back of it or cram something into the minivan. But with retirement, the hope is to travel slower and pull the trailer. As we were coming home from the car wash with the van, we both had time to remember all the fun travels that van has brought us. We easily, over the years, have put on probably close to 30,000 miles of road trips across the United States. Trips to Big Bend National Park in Texas, a few through the southwest, some to North Carolina and Louisiana, and out west just a few weeks ago. So many happy memories and people we met along the way. One time we even met Loretta Lynn's niece in Butcher Holler, Kentucky. We sat on the log cabin porch and chatted away about nursing and how her daughter was going to nursing school. So yeah, there's lots of great memories there. Not being able to keep more vehicles than we need, the van was listed for sale. And as usual, within a few minutes of listing the van, many messages started coming in. About 15 in the first 20 minutes, and all wanted to come look at it. So one by one, I replied to all of them, telling them I would let them know if it sold before they could make it out to look at the van. A guy planned to come out and look at it right away when my best half was home, too. I won't sell any vehicles without him there. He knows the mechanics and the ins and outs of all our vehicles. He knows everything we have done to repair them, and he'll be honest if there's something wrong. As for me, I can tell you how much gas is in the tank, and if there's a sticker on the windshield, I can even tell you when the oil was changed. The guy came and did the usual kick the tires and then listed everything that was wrong with it. It had some rust. Did the CD player really work? And our favorite was when he said it rattled when he closed the side door. He proceeded to open the side door and slam it shut, but no noise. He did it again several times, and had his friend slam the door while he crawled under the van. No rattling noted. I then said, there probably were some rattles, as it's a 1999 model. Heck, I sound like a bowl of Rice Krispies when I get out of bed in the morning. My body goes snap, crackle, pop. He didn't find the humor, although his friend did. He needed to think about it, and off he went. Another person came a few minutes later and wanted it, but he didn't have the cash on hand, so we said, check back tomorrow if it's still listed. He drove off, and we went in and ate supper and waited for the next person. The next person came with her friend and took it out for a test drive. By now it was getting late, and the sun was going down. We had waited and waited for her to return with the van, and finally, after dark um, and a long test drive, she came up the driveway. She had taken a turn and had gotten lost on the back roads. She had a few questions, and then she decided she wanted it. 
And so the big blue van was headed down the driveway to its new home, hopefully ready for some new adventures and to make new memories with the new owner. I so hoped it was just what she was looking for and wanted. The past few months, we've sold many things that have served us well over the years. And while there have been choices and changes made that we both have agreed needed to happen, it's been kind of bittersweet. I have come to realize it's not so much the changes we've been making, but more the reason for the changes we've been making that have left me kind of reflective. They have been more about how we can accommodate ourselves as we age, changes that hopefully will make our lives easier as we move a little slower and find pleasure more in the journey than at the journey's end. In our 30s and 40s, it was tense and bouncing down the road in a one-ton rusted-up old van with the four kids and the two dogs. We would drive 14, 15 hours a day just to hurry up and get to our destination. We would drive through the night watching for deer on the road and be thankful when we pulled in at the end that we were safe from any roadkill. And now, the luxury of an SUV with incredible suspension, pulling our home behind us with the things we need tucked in it. We both are ready. As for driving 14 hours a day, we're ready to trade that in, too, for stopping before dark. We still will be watching for deer on the road. You know, you have a higher chance of hitting a deer in Minnesota than being audited by the IRS. After all, this is Minnesota. Thanks for listening to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. Time is precious, and we're very grateful and appreciate the time you have taken to give us a listen. If you'd like more information about Solid Rock, Minnesota, or you'd like to hear some of our other podcasts, you can find them, along with our blog and Monday morning music, at our website, www.solidrockminnesota.com. You can also contact us there if you'd like your free Solid Rock, Minnesota bumper sticker. Just message us a place to send it, and we'll pop it in the mail. Until next time, may you be filled with life, love, laughter, family, and friends, people who truly know you. Many blessings.